three, two, one. Soccer. You are your hosts, Chris and Nashi. Welcome back to another episode of Sogar in the States Soccer. We have a uh, a double special guest coming at you here today. We're bringing over Sower Basketballs, Mr. Hello. Jorge. How are you today, sir? Dude, I'm buzzing. I am buzzing. Straight. I'm buzzing, dude. Supporter group. We had our first hangout of the year yesterday. Oof. And uh Get getting back in the vibe, see you purple, talking a lot of footy, excited about the new season. I'm 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 hype. I'm getting hyped. Net nets are a little bigger in this sport. It's a little easier. Some well, maybe maybe harder. Some would say. Yeah. Yeah. You've been watching a lot of basketball. I didn't know if you knew what soccer was. I kind of forgot the rules, to be honest. Cool. Well, we'll get we'll get you back up to speed. Uh and then we're also we're also bringing over our guy, Trippin' B from baseball onto onto the pod. Welcome, What's welcome, up, sir. How people? are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Always good to be talking. So rare. Any sport with uh, you two, for sure. Jorge, my my question to you is, uh, you had the supporters group meetup together for Orlando. Did you guys try to fight? Did you play, make your plans for how you're going to fight the other supporters group? <laughs> you, you know, it's actually kind of like dwindling down a little bit, but I have seen. There's like, peace. There's, pe- there's peace in the valley. There is a little peace. There is a little change in the guard, but I did see, I haven't, I haven't been able to like pinpoint it, but I saw some like supporter group drama, like on Twitter from like multiple like teams. And oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe it's MLS supporters season. groups love to hate each other. Basically. Yeah. They love sure. to hate themselves too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, but yeah, great to culture. be here, you guys. Thank it's you for culture. having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm I'm fired up for MLS. We're a month away as of the time yeah. of this coming out, I believe. And it's time. It's it's crunch time. What just if we're getting into it? What do you guys yeah. think of the fact that we haven't seen the the price surge, the price push that we saw this time last year? One month out before last season, I felt like MLS prices were yeah high and high. And this year, it's it's kind of a dead market. I mean, it's options, right? It's other options that people have. It's baseball that you can get into. It's basketball that you can get into. Um, I mean, I guess we'll talk a little bit about Japan maybe a little bit later on, maybe some less options for you. But I think there's just more options, right? I just think there's more going on in the server world. And I think people are starting to get more kind of focused on now because you are you, you have seen a little, a small signs of life maybe from the MLS side of things here in the last like week or two um but it's definitely not been the same kind of like three four x that we saw last year so so you uh, think we're 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 not getting the oh well there's nothing else i might as well play mls crew that 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 uh part of the market is not around this year that's what you're saying right well that and you also have just flat out more cards right you have a whole nother year of cards whereas last year especially in the limited division you only had one year of cards so this year you've now got two so it's twice as much supply that you got to get through to raise the price so um, you're going to start to see the market more level out the more cards that get on the market Um, and it should be less seasonal the more that we go theoretically Um, so it's just less and less incentive to kind of hold these cards and more and more incentive to just sell your cards at the end of the year and play another sport or play another league or, you know, do whatever you're going to do and then buy back into the preseason because the price will still probably be the same once we get a little ways in. So well, um, it'll be interesting to see that. When people want uh, need to decide between a $10 silver card and a $10 12 pack of eggs, I mean, 
you know <laughs> things get a little things get a little testy in the street you know like you there is a right it? choice there yeah and it's always a sober card it's always the sober card who needs omelets i don't i, eat, I love i actually love omelets i have probably four to five omelets a week that's one of my what's your my, what's my your omelet ingredient home. uh ham chives uh cheese uh cheese uh, like barbecue sauce and a little sour cream on top. Oh, it's just delicious. wow! Ooh, yeah. you got nice. you got some ingredients there, man. Yeah, I think mine's like eggs and maybe some cheese. <laughs> a little little, little <laughs> cheese omelet, you know, a little little, little cheese, yeah. cheese. Dude, I used to work at a breakfast cafe. Like I used to serve, and like, dude, every morning I was always the opener. So it'd be like six a.m. I'd be in there. I'd like cook myself up an omelet. Like I've gotten pretty, I've gotten pretty testy with my omelet. They're pretty tasty. Yeah, dude. So, tr- okay. So what is a so rare card you can buy for uh, MLS for ten dollars? Let me let me. I'm gonna look into that right now, just because you guys got me intrigued. That's I feel like there's a bunch I, of them. Like I don't play a ton of. I, I focus way more on rare than limited. So sometimes my pricing ideas are a little bit skewed. Not you know again like I always say not 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 that's not not, not a humble brag or anything like that. It's just kind of the way since I started what long before limiteds were even available. I just kind of stayed there where I was. But I feel like one of my favorite guys at ten dollars is Teenage Debbie. It's like Ooh. he's 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 a good scorer anyway, and he's just entered into the Ben Olsen like we don't play offense, we only play defense style. Um, so I don't know that Houston's gonna like be good, but I also don't think they'll just get pumped every game like DC did last year. So like I think it'll be like one two nothing losses. They'll they'll pitch some shutouts and he'll rack up points because they'll just be on defense the whole time. I- I actually think Houston might even be worse than they were last year, and they were horrible last year. So, uh, Houston, I don't it's like their possible, moves. but I, I, I think they'll be wor- way worse offensively. But I don't think they'll be worse defensively. No, they have Hector yeah. Herrera, dude. It's fine. Ben will get those guys wrong. Ache Ache is not the move. He's not. He's not the dude anymore. <laughs> I, I, he I might get benched say. by the middle of this year. He's, he's slowed down run. a lot. Yeah, it's he's, he's not, not going to run. And Ben well, is going to make him run. Hey, you can pick was, up a Derek Etienne Jr. for ten bucks. You can get a Robin Janssen for for seven fifty. I mean, Oof. there you go. Bargains, hey. throwing out some bargains early on here. Ooh. All right, let's get into this thing, right? Because we got yep. we got we got a lot to get to. So commons are off the table now. As a common whale, I'm I'm pretty frustrated, um, just personally. Sure. Obviously, it's it's the best be. thing for the game, but you know, I worked hard on that common gallery. I was I was I was pretty happy with it. Now Trippin doesn't like commons, so he probably had negative four commons. So he's fine about it. I actually have uh, absolutely elite commons uh, that it is a, a shame. I'm I'm a contender to win a, a, a crap limited card in, in uh, the casual league every week it, because I have like Messi, Holland, Mbappe, Kimmich, uh, Courtois, uh, 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 Allison, VVD, TAA, Salah. I mean, I have them all. I, I have uh, my commons are, are insane, but I actually do like the changes. I probably won't be too active in it because I don't really care for La Liga and I don't have the time to like dig deep in Bundesliga when they do the MLS version of this new system that they've come up with in terms of like the draft. I I feel like I know MLS well enough that I won't have to put in a ton of extra time to do well in that, but I'm actually not really even playing the Bundesliga draft and La Liga Santander draft. I, I, I'm not putting teams in, even though you can win some decent prizes. I just, I didn't go for it too hard, but I'm really looking forward to the MLS one. And I like this overall because I think what this does, this whole overhaul, and maybe if, if you want to outline it, Chris, you definitely can. We've been sort of through, it's been long enough that most people I think that play are familiar with sort of these changes that we're talking about, but you could maybe yeah. give some more details on that. But I will say real quickly is that 
I love that it gives you like so much more to do as a new player to the platform. Like if you're just yeah. brand new and you're coming in, this gives you the chance to like have fun without spending a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, like you, then you can like figure out, really figure out how to play so rare and then decide if you want to invest in it. So I think that it will be much more engaging for new players, even though I'm not like super into it until MLS version comes around. Oh, it's yeah, much God. Oh, God. No, I was just going to say that like, especially for someone like, me which i guess is the person that's targeting like because especially now because of basketball like i'm only see only focusing on mls right like i'm just like not trying to spread myself too thin so like these leagues right here when mls is over or not like it gives me a chance to like play be competitive in champ europe and all that stuff so like it lets me play these leagues where i don't really focus right. on because i just don't have the time to and like you hey can, you, you now, can get Griezmann and yeah. and you know ben, yeah. benzema and stuff like that in your teams that's a great that call was a that was always my favorite part about common was I could play with cards I couldn't afford. And so I could have these ridiculous teams like Messi and Bappe, like the dream team, you know, and I, I can't even afford those guys at limited, but I could play with them at the common level. So now you can do the draft and it's kind of the same thing, but at the same time, instead of, you know, me going up against Trippett and his freaking stacks and he's got Salah on the bench every week. <laughs> um, this is a little more fair to where there's no, you know, you can't like stack up rewards and like be better just because you played longer. You uh, you can just basically have the budget that you have and uh, and it makes it more fair for people just kind of coming in blind. So um, personally, I, I love I love the common division as it stood, uh, but this is definitely an upgrade. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, what else could they have done, though? Like, realistically, like, other than just, like, making you... Well, I guess they even did. They make you, like, pick a team and you get cards from, like, that team or whatever. But say, like, you know, someone, a Charlotte FC fan that wants to pump play so rare, like, they don't care about anything else. They just want to use their their Charlotte players. So right. ha- being able to do that, like, you could go into this MLS and then just pick your guys and then get started like that. And, like, that keeps you more engaged and just getting a bunch of random comments of players you don't even know that aren't very good and then you're just sticking in dead lineups every week for the first couple of months until you accumulate common cards like that yeah it's going up against Messi every week too yeah so i i think it's more fair i think overall it's a good change i like i said obviously sad to see the comments go and obviously the week that they announced this i finally get my lucho acosta comment as a reward <laughs> Can't even use them. Can't use my Aaron Long anymore. So it's going to be sad to see, but I'm sure I'll draft those guys in, in MLS anyway. So it'll it'll all work out fine. Um, another thing that we need to uh, to go through, League's Cup is uh, is coming. The groupings were announced this week. Um, so let's just let's go through a few of the groupings. And uh, and Jorge is, is our uh, Liga MX expert. Oh, I'm just, I'm just volunteering that. Wow, that is profile. That is I have no idea if that's true. That is, Pick that the Mexican is, on the show. Yeah, that's dude. a step beyond microaggression. I'm not sure it's out and out aggression, but it's close. That's wow. To be fair, to be fair, like I have like in the back of my mind, I'm always like, dude, I'm a terrible person. Like, how do I not follow like Liga Max? Like, I feel like it's a sin to my own kind that I don't follow it enough. But I do really want to. But it's also really hard to watch Liga games. Like, there's usually only one on TV, if that. It's super late on top of that. It's usually around, like, 9 or 10. And then it's just it's yeah. kind of hard to follow. But it is one of my goals this year. I do definitely want to get into it. And I think this League's Cup is just going to, like, scratch you, that edge. Do you have a start? team? Start with yeah. the Sunday afternoon games. There's always there's always a 1 p.m. Eastern Sunday game as well that that uh, can help you get your feet wet if, you're, if your bedtime's coming up a little too quickly <laughs> for you. I, 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 I like League MX. 
I used to be much closer follower of Liga MX than I am now. I used to I used to play like every single DraftKings game, Liga MX, and I I even did a Liga MX DraftKings podcast way back in the day when I nice. first started my my podcasting uh, forays, uh, and it was pretty fun. But then I kind of fell off from watching it. But it is actually a really great league to watch, and uh, I just fo- I just w- when Charlotte FC came around, I, it was I was so focused on that that it was harder for me to have the bandwidth for league MX, but uh, I still do like it to watch it from time to time. I've added a lot more league MX cards to my gallery this, uh, this year. I got a full stack of T grace cause they, they started two weeks ago. So I want to just have cards in play and, and whatnot. So <laughs> they're, they're on fire right now who, too. Who are your teams? Who are you guys' teams in MX? Mm-hmm. I don't really have a favorite team, but I will be cheering for T now that I have, have the stack of them. And Ooh. I have a few other like random cards of guys. Yeah, I'm I'm a Club America guy, as cliche as that sounds. Like my whole family. Oh, an Americanista. From... Yeah, huh? Club America. Well, it's my uh my grandpa was a big like football fan, so like he was really into it. So like I kind of grew up with America, and then it just it just it just felt right to stay with my the family legacy. So sure, that is my team. I, like... I, I am a big proponent of like when you're building your champion America lineups. I think you can't go wrong by doing like MLS offense, Liga MX slash yeah. Argentina defense. I mean, I think that. <clears throat> You're gonna find okay defenders in MLS, obviously, and you can go get Yamar and et cetera. And you can get like I don't know, I don't even know who the most elite goalkeeper is, Blake, I guess, you know, and Jack Elliott's and whatnot. But like even the best of Andre Blake, you can get close to that with like a not the best uh, Latin American keeper, some of the, the the second or third down the list. So I don't know. That's just that's just what I finally came around to, and that's what I'm gonna be doing heavily this year. Yeah, we've been taking a look at um we had on on the show a few weeks ago mls server scout and he had he's a big data guy and he's been kind of diving into the api and i basically asked him like can we can we see in the data like how you know useful it is to start like forward from mls versus defenders from mls versus goalkeepers from mls and the early returns we're still working kind of working through a bunch of stuff uh, but the early returns are actually MLS is a really good, really, really good league to be picking forwards and midfielders from. And it's just average for defenders, um, which is is kind of surprising to me. So we'll we'll definitely have to look through a little bit more uh, and try to figure out what why that is. But um, it's just some early returns that are that are pretty interesting. Um, so, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about these groups, because there's some pretty, pretty fascinating groups in here. Uh, we'll start in the West. T-Grace. Portland and San Jose. Oh, which geez. which of those teams? Well, let, let's let's do this. Each group, pick the team that gets knocked out. Okay, Tigers, Portland, San Jose. Who gets knocked out? Jorge, San Jose for sure. Well, Easy. I don't know. Port Portland. I don't know. Portland was a little I'm like questionable last. Portland was a I'm little questionable this past season. So depending on kind of what they get going, um, yeah. But I would say San Jose. And this is also in the middle of summer, so you're going to have like enough time for these new acquisitions to gel. Obviously, Portland making some big moves, San Jose bringing in a new coach. So uh, we'll see. That's an and interesting San, group. Though. San Jose just this week might have a new goalkeeper. By the way, if you're if you're holding if you're still holding a JT Marchinkowski card, the San San Jose goalkeeper for the last couple of seasons, you might want to get rid of him because they just brought in a new guy from Brazil who's been a starter before, named Daniel. Great name, by the way, and he uh, does not have a card. <laughs> But he's pretty good, and he's definitely going to create some competition for JT, if not knock him off the job. So Oof. San Jose, I, I like San Jose as a team to like start hot this year because they have a pretty favorable schedule early in this, the season. I think Espinosa and Montero are going to start off pretty pr- nice and hot and get them going. But 
in the end, it's still San Jose. And I think by the time the league's cup comes around, they're going to be already in decline for the year. So I think, I don't know. I don't know. This is not the Matias Almeida San Jose. This is a new coach. We'll see. Yeah. I, th- I think they start true. hot, stay hot, but I, I actually possible. really like San Jose this year. So we'll see. More than Portland? More than Portland. Yeah. Really? I think they'll finish higher than Portland in the standings. By the way, just side note: Is the leaks kept going to be covered? What do you guys think? It's not. There's been no official statement. From I Sober. think it will be. I will rage if. It I mean, not. we're all going to rage quit if it's not. So like, <laughs> it's going to be like it has to be. There's no like you can't just lose a month of utility for MLS and League MX. Like, yeah, sure. It's not going to happen. I mean, well, it's going to be what the opti coverage to, uh, is going to be fine. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I I would be I would be pretty shocked if that didn't happen. All right, group two, Monterey, Real Salt Lake, Seattle Sounders. Mm. Ooh, Real? Oh, mm. That's going to be – that actually might that's be a, a really, really one. fun group. That's a squeaky one. Monterey I, could I think be it's out there. I, I don't think much – I don't know. Nah, I think Riados. I, I think Monterey's in trouble there, personally. I think RSL is just that team that knows how to get results. With, with a full season of Savarino, I think RSL is going to still be in the mix. Seattle should be better. So I'm going to pick Monterey out for that group. I'm I'm going RSL. We'll see. Yeah, I'll probably stick RSL. But uh, LA Galaxy, wow. Club Leon, Vancouver Whitecaps. <laughs> the Whitecaps overachieved last year. Leon is <laughs> hot cold. I don't. I haven't seen Leon that much this year. If I can see how they're doing, I don't know how good these these Mexican teams are. So like, I don't know when I can like pick the Mexican. It's team. weird, man, because they they'll be hot for like one like one like little like section and then like the next the next season they'll just like completely just die off like it's so like up and down in Liga MX it's, it's true really and they're, on, they're only like three games into their current uh clausura se- uh you know second half of the season so it's right. tough but Leon is down already Leon's only played two games they're one oh and one yeah you know win a one they weren't one great loss. in the aperture either so I'm gonna say tense. I'm gonna say ooh that's tough white caps I don't know even it's Galaxy like the white caps. I like the white caps. I'm gonna rep for MLS. I'm you think say the Le- Galaxy Leon's out? Leon's out in that group. Easy. Did you say Galaxy, Jorge? No, I said they're they're just interesting too. But then again, Cabral's yeah. not there to miss sitters, so uh, right. They might actually. They and, might actually. And Ricky Pooge will be there for a whole year. No, he's yeah, bored though, so he's not. That's enough. dangerous. He's bored. <laughs> he's bored though. It's fine. Um, I I have question. My biggest question about LA is their defense. If they can keep the ball out of the back of the net, I think they'll be in good shape. I'm gonna actually go Club Leon there. So I like Vancouver quite a bit. I'm a big Vancouver homer, as, as Jorge knows quite well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I slide of, into those Vancouver uh, card breaks every every time. Uh, every time speaking I of can. Vancouver, they, they just brought in – they are rumored, except it's not official, but they're rumored to be bringing in a, a goalkeeper from Japan who's going to possibly be some competition for Hassal. What do you think about that? I was very mad when I saw that this morning. I don't because know. I don't, as I don't, a Hassal holder. I don't oof. get why they still don't time just to sell. give Hassal that job. Like he's clearly good enough for MLS. Why they keep bringing in competition? Or hey, you got to sell that thing, dude. It's Vanny Sartini. Like, is, is is it time? Is it time to sell? sell, sell? Yes. Yeah, because just because of Vanny Sartini, you got the under twenty three premium. Him. He's one of very few goalkeepers under twenty three in the summer, but you got to sell somebody on that because he's looking like. He's gonna at least have to fight for his job. He may win it, but I just I, I wouldn't want to be involved in the situation. Okay, not not to yeah. de- not to derail the conversation too too far, but this whole key, goalkeeper situation, like goalkeeper, I'm obviously very thin at. I have Hassal and Pantemis, which are both just very very questionable yeah. situations. I don't like well, that. Like, do I sell now or do I wait for the pump, sell in the pump, and then just like basically buy back in 
I, for no, an expensive you're price have on to buy somebody else. You're going to have to buy <laughs> somebody else. At, at, at an inflated price. But I There's not going to be a pump on Hassan. There's going to be some pump. It's just not going to be huge. Oh, no. no. If the transfer goes through, you're taking the risk. You're going to have to wait a month to find out if he's got the job. And then if he doesn't, he's worthless. Right. Like that, that's just really it's you're either yeah. losing or breaking even like there's no win there uh yeah. you could sell now for profit i would do it for sure and i would i'd go get brad stuver like i tell everybody brad stuver get out of here austin is you know have such a down year austin oh, is not making the playoffs they're, they're not making the playoffs really stuver is so? the sweeper keeper king he's the best goalie on so rare easily <laughs> yeah oh i got thoughts on austin we'll see um <laughs> Club America, what, are, you some kind of, crew? are you some kind of crew fan? Why, why, no. why do you hate Austin? I just don't think they're that good. They got very lucky last year. Very lucky. Very lucky. Look at their XG, man. Like, they Yikes. should not have scored anywhere near that many goals. Yikes. And I get I get it. Like, that's a cool home stadium, and they got a nice home field advantage. But they're not scoring nearly that many goals this year. And their defense isn't, like, elite, you know? There's no way they should have finished that. Yikes. 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 They're they're fighting for Yikes. a playoff spot. This is MLS, man. These things happen. This, Just, it, I mean, absolute some of the craziest uh, takes that I've ever heard. Uh, but whatever. That's me. I'm here for it. This is what I try to do. I try to like stab out. Like I said, Cincinnati would make the playoffs last year, and y'all laughed at me. So it's all good. Next group. Next group. America. Columbus Crew. St. Louis City SC. Oh, St. Louis is out easily. Newbies. That's that's a yeah, that's a sacrificial lamb. It's just not. It's not their year. It's, the designated team, really tough teams in that group. The, too. the designated team is in big trouble. They got the Ralph Wiggum, I'm in danger <laughs> meme all over their yeah. freaking face right now. Yeah. All right, that's an easy one. Puebla, Minnesota, Chicago. Is Reynoso in jail, <laughs> or is he? Is he is <laughs> Dude, he Reynoso out? does this every preseason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He always ends why, up showing up. Why did he go back to South America? He should he should be hiding uh, in the basement in, in South St. Paul, right? I don't, he literally I don't does this every yeah. year. Um, I think Chicago. I think uh, Chicago. Yeah, I think Chicago is going to be aggressively mediocre yet again. Yeah, but what 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 are we saying for Minnesota though? Like, what's mediocre their case? Meaning bad. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. They've Minnesota. Got, they've got a good spine. Yeah. Minnesota just finds a way. D, you know, I like St. Clair's goalkeeper. I know some people have big problems with him. Reynoso just finds a way to get it done. If they could get him any help, they were rumored to get uh, uh, Robin Ch- Cho Sung, uh, Cho Sung Gyu, I think, from Korean yeah. League, the, the World Cup uh, wonder kid from Korea. I don't know if they're going to get him or not. They were tied to him about a week and a half ago, but they need help help for Reynoso. Like he needs some type, he not needs... bad, and Laud's not bad, and Reynoso, and like they've yeah. got some good pieces. Yeah, they they find pieces. a way to do it. But they just they piss you off. Like I, Reynoso, I really be, think Reynoso could be a better Sora card than Zeller Rayon, but he's not because really? he just doesn't have the talent around yeah. him. That's what I hundred percent. He's a he's a better like player. Yeah, he's just not. Right. He's just he doesn't score as well. But come yeah. on, Shakiri, um, Mueller, Gaston is coming back for Chicago too. Like Mueller's there? trash. Mueller will run a lot, but he's not good. Hey, sometimes he's that's all good. you need. They will have what's his name. So you're going uh, Minnesota. Jairo Torres should be finally uh, integrated into the group. He was yeah. a he was a high profile transfer mid season last year that never really paid, never really delivered. He's, but he's still good. He's not going to score a ton on server anyway. He's going to play like center mid. I'm going attack. Minnesota out. Oof. Okay. Uh, we, you guys don't. I mean, Puebla. We don't know how good Puebla is. That's I true. I don't know. Let's see. In general, an, a a basic like a general a mid table Liga MX team is probably has a slight edge over a mid table MLS team. Just being honest, you know. Even though I love MLS, but all right. Next next group, 
FC Cincinnati, Sporting Kansas City, Chivas Guadalajara. Chivas. Ooh. I think Cincy drops on that one. I might go Chivas too. Chivas is just like very average. Like, I, I don't know. They'll, they have Danny Rios, former Charlotte FC. He's got a uh, striker. Uh, I, I okay, like now I'm even more convinced that they're yeah. going to drop. <laughs> 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 um, for some reason, Central Four is Nashville and Colorado and Toluca. I don't know that I don't know why those teams are together. That Chorizo really Power awesome. Toluca, I love it. Um, I'm gonna say Colorado drops out. I don't I don't like Colorado. They they were horrible last year and they they were made passable just because Rubio had an insane season, but I don't think he'll have as good of a year. So we'll see. And Jack Price fully back too, but and, Nashville Yeah, Jack Price being back makes a big difference. Cole Bassett is back. I mean they they didn't they didn't stand back. pat, but I just I just Yarborough also had a terrible season last year. I don't know. I, I, don't I like think Colorado him. bounces back some. Not not soon enough to like be that good in League's Cup. Yeah, I'm out Colorado. Uh, I don't like any of these teams, honestly. Yeah, I'll Nashville's questionable. Col- I'll too. probably go Colorado, but I don't feel great about Nashville either or Toluca. That's day. true. Yeah, what well, is just as we Joe Willis safe or not safe? <laughs> not safe. Not safe at all. I mean, he's he's either like the best goalkeeper in the league with Walker Zimmerman, like the best goalkeeper duo, or it's like he's losing that job. There's just no in between. I think his job is safe, but as far as so rare, mm. he got benched a couple times last year. He's like yeah. he's he, he's on the edge. I don't know if they have another goalkeeper though. That's it. Really thing. pushes him, you know. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right, Austin. I, I might say this wrong. Mazatlan is that how you yep. say it? You Mazatlan and Juarez. Mazatlan, but yes, yeah, same diff. Is Juarez accent. Juarez still bad. Um. Uh... They're not great. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're actually playing right now, live as we record this, oh, incidentally, against uh, Pachuca, and they're down 1 0 at half. So there you go. Yeah, I might go Juarez out, to be honest. I think Juarez is out there. Yeah. I, I was looking at Mazatlan. I, I'm not saying that. That's true. Mazatlan is actually in the very basement cellar of Lee MX. They're the, they're the yeah. worst team in Lee MX right now. So it could, it could I, be. I think Austin is the safe one there. But yeah, Austin, I still don't think Austin got a great draw if you look at it that way, for sure. So next one, Santos Laguna, and then the two classic MLS rivals, Orlando City and Houston Dynamo. <laughs> Rest in peace, Houston, dude. Yeah, Houston's <laughs> out easily. Santos. I don't even. Santos is one of the teams that has been licensed on uh, on so rare the longest from MX Santos and yeah. Atlas. So I have a lot of friends that are Santos fanboys, and they follow them so really closely, and they you know they always love They're pretty good. All the guys, yeah, they've always yeah. done well, and that the, you know Santos Stacks can win America tournaments from time to time. They have, yeah. they have a guy who's uh, getting hundreds for sure. One of their midfielders, I forget his name. Dude, I they're good. They they played in Orlando last season, or season before that, and mm-hmm. like, dude, they are really really fun to watch. Like, they are yeah. very very fast. They're good too. They're, I would they're... tip them to win the group for sure, and I would say Houston. I don't even you think have Houston a, you have a, a problem. Yeah, I don't even right. think Houston gets a point. <laughs> I think they lose both games. You like that? You like uh, that? You like that NASA joke? Houston, you have a problem. You. Thank you for that uh, courtesy laugh on old Joe. Hey, hey Florida is a space capital too, you know? Oh, there you go. 30 there minutes from go. Cape Canaveral. That's I love true. NASA. Is I watch space, SpaceX. Is there space in Santo in uh, in Santos Laguna? <laughs> hey, there might be. It, it could be called the space group. Space age group. The space group. <laughs> to the moon. To the moon, baby. All right, group three in the south. Cruz Azul. Inter Miami and Atlanta United. This is spicy with Joseph coming back to Atlanta. That is a spicy. third time. Um, I don't know. What do we think? I think I think 
I kind of want to go Miami too. The thing is, but like Atlanta's questionable too because they just like basically heat the reset button. So there's yes. no questions what we're going to get but, from Atlanta. But they are getting so much back from injury. This this is the question, right? If they get a, as many injuries as they did last year, a hundred percent it's Atlanta. But that those injuries just don't. You don't get that much injury like that many years in a row. You know what I mean? So they'll get Guzan back. They get Miles Robinson back. They get um, Ozzy Alonso back. Like they, they just got so many people. Are we still on the Guzan starting train? Is that hundred percent? Situ- has that situation changed yet? Quentin Westberg ain't starting. There's no well, way. But weren't weren't they? Who's the third guy they brought in? They Diop? just brought someone in. I think it was Clement Diop, right? No, he's definitely not starting either. It's Guzan, hundred percent. They're yeah, probably they just bringing in those two guys to compete for the role next year for when interesting, Guzan uh, is gone. It's an interesting goalkeeper room for sure. I, I have a Westbrook super rare, and when he left Toronto, I was hoping that he would go to League Two in France because he's from Paris, and I was like, oh, mm. this would be perfect. If he goes to League Two, I'll have a, a great utility, and then he ends up going to be a MLS backup. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Maybe the only other interesting – or the mo- only more interesting goalkeeper room is DC because – I. They have like three legitimate, like terrible keepers that are one of them's got to play. And they're probably going to get pumped a lot too. All right. South four, Dallas. Is it Nachaka? Is that how you say it? Uh, Nakaxa. 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 Yeah. Dallas, Nakaxa. And, and the crown. The the best group. Ooh. We finally have come to Charles the best group. Charles getting dropped for sure. No, no, 100%. no. 100%. No. No, no da- Dallas will have already sold half their players by summertime. So I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> you. It'll be really interesting to me to mark when you finally like change your tune when you realize how good Charlotte is going to be this year. Actually, Char- Charlotte is going to be a decent. Is Shinashiki going to play finally? Because uh, uh, Shinashiki, I think, bench. is going to stay in a sub role. Unfortunately, we brought in uh, Copetti, who's a great striker from Argentina Rossing Club. Yeah. He won the championship last year, so he's going to be the new striker. Swiderski drops back into like a second forward slash. Uh, creative attacking like mid. He he's like yeah. sort of a ten, but he's like a ten and a half kind of, like a, and then, almost like a false nine. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's nothing false about his game. I'll tell you that much. But so then you got the wings, and they they just really like this guy, Kerwin Vargas, the Colombian who was he's, in the Portuguese league. I like him. And Yusviak, his money, his salary kind of dictates that he gets out there on the pitch on the left wing. So Shinyashiki can sort of play backup of any of the top three roles. He can be backup striker. He can be backup left wing, backup right wing. But it's, for whatever reason, he just hasn't really earned his way into the, into the starting 11. I, I would start him over Yusviak, and that's not just because I have a super rare rare and limited of him or anything like that. But uh, uh, unfortunately, he's tough to trust for so rare purposes. But he is a good depth piece, and Charlotte's going to be great. I think Charlotte wins this group in this league's cup. I think they they shock everybody. They have a shot. I wouldn't say that's a shot. I don't hate that. To be fair, you just picked them to be eliminated. No, I was just messing with you. Oh, I actually okay. think they're a decent Whew. team. Uh, and speaking of Swiderski, he might be one of my favorite forwards for this year because he oh he is going 10. to rush. He's so going to rack up AA, and you know he's going to score. Yeah, he until so. until they signed Ashley Westwood to the midfield. Also, before that, I was thinking Swiderski might have set pieces because he kind of was poaching sets at the end of last year. But now I think it's probably going to be Westwood should have set piece monopoly just with his pedigree, but we'll see. But I still think Swiderski so, is going to have a lot of chances created. He's going to have yeah. box entries, final third passes, things like that. So you Assist. definitely want it. Yeah. Exactly. He's definitely on my body. Decisive. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I think Nikoxa, or is that how you say it? Nikoxa. I'm trying to get these Nikoxa. pronunciations Nikoxa. right, but I'm, I'm not going to. I think they drop. 
listen, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it for for the memes. The FC <laughs> FC. I don't know, man. Anytime I watch FC Dallas, like I just I never see anything that I enjoy. Right. So exactly, they, they just, finished third in the West, didn't they? Something like that. Doesn't mean I had fun watching them. Right. They're just not not a fun. <laughs> but they get yeah, results. Suck, so yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. They yeah. got good players. They got. Let's, let's put it that way. They got good players. Paxton Pomico um, season. Yeah, Ferreira, Velasco, or a really good Pomico. He'll be he. He's too hurt. He's too fragile. I don't think yeah. he's the dude. Um. Next one is Philly Union, Tijuana, and Quitero. Carretero. Carretero. Yeah. Carretero. Yeah. Tijuana is also known as Cholos. That's a little bit of uh, League MX knowledge. A lot of these teams have like secondary names that yeah. they're known by, but for Tijuana, we I just love to call, I like to call them Cholos. Uh, so who is it? Cholos, Carretero, and who? And, uh, and Philly. Philly. Philly's not dropping. Philly should win that. They, probably, they are going to win that group easily. They might, but Philly they have the whole month. I get it. There's not like it's not like they have to like play league games in the mix. I still think Philly might try to use their the group games to rest some guys and, and start mm. gearing up because like I'm sure they want to do well in this, but they're still gonna with that draw, they can probably play like a B and a half side, you know, or like a minus side and and advance. So I think they their might B use, dudes are pretty good. They might use their group stage games to rest a few guys, I would think Philly. I would think probably I would put Caretro as the losers there. I think Cholos will yeah. probably finish second. We'll see what yep. I match I match that. I, I definitely match that. Montreal Club de Foot, as they're known. Oof. Montreal Pumas of DC. I know what games I won't be. Watching. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's that's about as bad as a group as I've heard so far. Those three teams for sure. I really Pumas, feel like they put the worst teams with each other. Pumas will crush. Pumas is decent. Pumas will easily win that group. DC and I don't, Montreal. Pumas is terrible in the first half of this. DC year. playing against Montreal might set soccer back. Several decades, <laughs> I think. Uh, like, the, like, Hernan Lozada is gonna go like, ham on DC, dude. The fact that they revenge, yeah, that's game a good call. Days. That's a really good call. Yeah, exactly. Revenge, but Montreal is so horrible. I don't know, dude. That that might be like a five-five game. That's gonna be a wild I, one to watch. I, I wish I need a list of everyone that Montreal has lost this offseason, though. I mean, it's Mihailovic, it's Kone. They've lost it's, everybody. Uh, uh, Kyoto, I think, is gone, right? Alistair like, Johnston's gone. Yeah, Johnston's gone. Kamal Miller's on the way out. It's, and they lost Nancy, who was one of the best coaches in the league. It's just like... Wanyama's <laughs> back, though, right? Yes, uh, he did sign back. He yeah, came Sam, back when he Samuel said he wasn't Piet going is back to. as well, right? Piet's back. They signed Aaron Herrera or traded for Aaron Herrera from RSL. Um, did they make do one they still, more? Do they still have Brogy Yard? I don't know. ZBG? Ooh, I don't know if they still I think so. Maybe. I've had him as a common since day one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever started him. Um, I don't I think Montreal is going to have their system figured out by then and I think they'll actually win the group. DC's not doing nothing. I think there's, I think Thomas no is second and DC is maybe DC is just game. like they're a whole mess of a whole other thing. Rooney just keeps signing like the most insane signings. Uh, I don't get the team they're putting together. It's they have really, they have really they have names on a board and are throwing darts. Yes, like, exactly. That guy. Yeah. That's the one. That's the guy. And they've done that three coaches in a row now. So like all of their names don't make any sense. Like it's just wild what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be at least two years before they're even even remotely competitive. If they like hit the reset button right now, it'll be like two years from now. Um, so yeah, it's gonna take a while to get all this salary off the books. Uh next one, NYCFC, Atlas, and Toronto. It's a good group. That'd be a fun group. 
Oh, I see. That's a that's a sketchy group. I, I think NYFC, just like Montreal, is going to look. They're they're a team I would pick to fall far down in the standings this year. I was about to say the same thing. I don't know. They have so much money, and they have city scouting. They're not using it though. They're not using it yet. But by the summer, and Toronto with a full preseason with all their Toronto will last be year, good. like that. That's why I'm still picking NYCFC to to be the one that is last because Atlas yeah. and Toronto are both very good. Atlas should definitely win that. Toronto, very good. I don't know. When, when Toronto's going to be Ita- When the Italians good. are firing, Toronto's dangerous. But other than that, I, they, they can Toronto's, look really, really bad when Insigne. Toronto's and, big problem last year was they could not get the ball from defense to their forwards. And having Osorio and Mark Anthony K in there now, like long term, will help them so much. When Osorio played with the Italians, they were good. They were really good. He just has to stay healthy. What about their defense? Do they fix that at all? They are fixing it, sort of. Sean John, if he goes there, would be a huge upgrade, obviously, a yeah. goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, they need to get that done. And Yeah, they do need to get that done. That would be a big move. And then um, he'd have his revenge game against NYC in the League's Cup. True. I love it. That's Ooh. true. That's true. A lot of revenge games in here. I like this setup. Do you think they picked that like on purpose? Yes. <laughs> nice. Love it. 100%. Oops, All sorry. right, last group. Red Bulls, Atletico San Luis, and New England Revolution. Oh, everybody loses in this group, but by New York. Uh, I think Red Bulls probably win it. Uh, I'm down on New England, even though I think I think this is the year heel falls off and and drops a level. We'll see. Really? You know, eh, why, he's why not that not? old yet. <laughs> maybe I just, maybe I'm saying that out of extreme bias. He is a little I, salty. I've, <laughs> I've never had his card, and I always like to talk trash <laughs> on him. You know, he's a soft boy, but uh, it'll be between those two. We'll see. Between which two? New England and and uh, Red Bulls. I think San Luis is pretty cool. I poor. think San Luis drops. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. All right. That's League's Cup. Hopefully it's covered, or else we just talked about all that for nothing. <laughs> right? It better be covered. <laughs> we'll see. Dude, um, Silver's not going to let a month of, like, basically nothing happen on no. the football side. I don't know, man. They, 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 we wanted to talk about it. It seems like they have somehow let the J-League uh, uh, lapse. There's a lot of – there's been no official news, but it seems like the – the J League logos have all been taken off the site, and there's no auctions of J League cards. Yeah. So there's speculation that we, the so rare has lost the J League. We ha- we don't know for sure, obviously, but uh, so rare. You you think you'd think some of the layups would be layups, but they they will miss a layup from time to time. So hopefully they don't hear with this League's Cup. Is that is that a big deal? The J League in your eyes for so rare long term. I've dabbled in Asia and finally just kind of gave it up last in the middle of last summer. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not playing Asia anymore. So it's not a big loss to me. However, the, the, the fact that like the sort of the secondary effects would be like, maybe it might push a few more people to play MLS, make those contests a little more competitive. Who knows? It it hurts the prize pools big time in Asia. And it also hurts the, the all-star prize pools a little bit. So that's not good. Anything that hurts prize pools, I'm against. So I would like to see, you know, and if you have J League cards, obviously in this scenario, they would still be covered, uh, like they would still score, but there'd just be no new ones, so they wouldn't be able to put them in reward pools and things like that. So I don't know. I'd I'd like to see expansion. I want to see them add the A League in Australia. I'd like I'd like yeah. to see them move Russia from fun. the Europe Europe over to Asia, and then then Saudi you have a really League. big, robust, competitive <laughs> Asia division with like Korea, Japan, Russia, and Australia. You'd be doing really well. And so. Saudi. Don't forget yeah, and add the Saudi. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah. That'd be a sneaky so, little. That'd be a sneaky little that'd competition. Be fun. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, but you I, think... I mean, it depends. I don't. Does anyone at Blackpool have the Ronaldo unique? That's that's how we'll know if they're going to add Saudi or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a little heads up on news just by watching what they do. Oh yeah. my gosh! Do you think this really changes a whole lot as far as people coming over to play, Jorge? Like, in your opinion, do you think more people play MLS? Do you think they go basketball, baseball? Like, what what do we do? Or does well, it just get like, people leave? No, I mean there will be few. I'm I'm sure the people that like maybe like strictly just play like Asia like that. Like I know I've heard rumblings and other shows and stuff that were like people that are like really just focusing that division like are really taking the biggest hit. And for the ones that like are addicted to sober, like most of us, like their money's gonna have to go somewhere. And MLS is it's the same timetable, so it really wouldn't change much for them except for like where they're scouting and where they're putting their money into. So I think it's safe to say that some of those will come to MLS, but like we've said, there's basketball, there's baseball, so it'll it'll definitely kind of spread out. Uh, I think the money will stay on server though, yeah. for sure. Okay, I, I I agree with that. I think I think we'll be fine. Um, all right, last thing, and, and this will take a little while to go through because it's pretty in depth. But um, I went through and I tiered everybody based on price. Okay, so this isn't just like this guy's gonna have a great year. This is all right. This guy's super expensive. Um, but I think he's only going to be like decent, you know? Um, so anyway, this is based on price tiers for each position. Okay. We'll start with goalkeeper and, uh, and your boy, uh, James Pantemis hits the way over price tier. How do you feel about that? Jorge? I feel like he is definitely overpriced because Montreal situation is horrendous and I'm trying to get rid of mine. So buy mine. <laughs> If it's, it's overpriced, if, if it's, it's overpriced, like, you know it's a great sales pitch. Um, yeah, I just think Montreal is going to give up a load of goals this year. That's what Hernan Lozada's teams do. They score a lot of goals, which makes me want their attackers, but they are also going to give up a ton of goals. Um, Martin Pies from Dallas, I have his way overpriced as well. What do you What are your thoughts on him, Dan? Definitely overpriced. Yeah, I think See, Dallas I, I, is just a weird team. And he goes off as like one of the top, I think he's like top five or so um, goalkeepers in the league. And I was like, I, have to, I don't see that at all. Yeah, he's 109th goalkeeper overall in the entire game. I'm looking at his L40, his AA is seven and a half. He, you know, he's not, it's a little bit higher. I guess that includes some of his Dutch league games. If you look at his L15, maybe it's a little bit just MLS. He's got an AA of 10. So he's having some decent AA games, but he's not really keeping the clean sheets he, uh, some and some of his scores have been helped by penalty saves that he made as well he had yeah two penalty saves in, in three games that helped a lot so i'm not big on Pius, but uh he is young right he's not under 23 anymore so that it, it's not the worst time to buy him i guess he's he's trading it his his low offer right now is 0.65 and he went for 0.56 less than 24 hours ago so whatever people are there's definitely a hope that uh yeah he's gonna be good his market's actually really weird in the last two weeks he, he's he's kind of had a big dip and now the floor price is back up again i'm not sure really sure why that, that's another caveat i think i did this a little while ago so these prices yeah. might be outdated but uh i have pies listed and i did all these by limited price too so i have pies listed as the number three most expensive goalkeeper in the league and i just don't i don't see that um he's no andre blake celentano pies hassal coronel and then willis and stuver stuver seventh so yeah i don't see it um overpriced i had stuver's overpriced too i'm sure you agree with that not way overpriced so he's in the next tier up he's just overpriced 
But do you think Stuver is the – so if you take out the U23 guys, he's fifth in the league. Do you think he's the fifth best goalkeeper in the league? So are always Jorge? Yeah, I think he just has the – if I'm just off the top of my head, it's like what? It's like Blake, Cornell, maybe Bond, and – It's Blake, Pies, Cornell, Willis, Stuver, Sean John, Eli yeah. Room. That Thanks. sounds about right. I would I would probably put Bond maybe maybe score wise don't back it up, but I like Jonathan Bond and I think LA is on the uh, LA Galaxy are coming on the rise. Bond so is nowhere close. I would say Stuver is for sure a uh, a top five goalkeeper in MLS for so rare purposes. If you look at his last forty, his AA score is over twelve, as opposed it was down at seven for Piaz, even though that did include some Dutch league games. But his 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 L five is AA sixteen. Uh, Stuver also struggles to get some clean sheets. He did let in some dumb goals. He had a stretch where he had a couple errors in a row, but he can save a PK and he's just a, he's a mainstay of my teams. He's, he's always delivered. I always put him in one of my most important teams every game week because he's freaking Stuver. He's a great goalkeeper. He's a better man. He's a, uh, he's, he's a, a stalwart of the Austin community. He does a ton 100%. of community service and runs like fundraisers working Ooh, food banks and like sponsoring, like underprivileged kids go to prom that kind of stuff so stewards like he wins all kinds of like humanitarian awards in austin and he's locked in he has no threat to his job whatsoever there's like no real backup that could take the job away from him. i think when it when it comes down to it when you're when you're talking about ranking mls goalkeepers even more so than other leagues i think like job security is one of the main yeah. things that like pushes you up the rankings list yeah. and i know jorge would probably put in a word for his boy el pulpo Oh, I was down there as being a top five goalkeeper as well. What do you think of Gaese? Oh, Gaese, I think with a back line with Janssen and Carlos being back fully healthy. Uh, on the like on the outside, we're a little questionable because we don't really really bring in depth at left back or right back. But Gaese too, and I, I think I've mentioned it before that you really really saw the dip in Gaese last year when he got knocked out of World Cup qualifying in penalties yeah. like since yeah. then like it I, it just wasn't right and i know the back line like i know uh what's it called uh what, dude matinho wow he fucking left orlando and all of a sudden i forgot who he was <laughs> matinho and gayese didn't really get along and they would like argue a lot so there was a lot of questions back there but i think this year with the way the team is and everything it, it is looking like gayese might be a really big play where people may be overlooking because I, fo- I, I follow him pretty closely and his price doesn't really reflect uh what i think orlando could do so I, I think Matinho is an underpriced. As good as Matinho was, individual player, do you think it's addition by subtraction to get rid of him? E- yes. Just like the team might mix better. He just, I always felt like when I watched Orlando that Moutinho thought like, why am I on, why like all my teammates suck? He thought he was better than like the he, team. Basically. Yeah, he, he is. He's a really nasty attitude. Uh, his just decisions are questionable. Like he would always like argue and like throw fits over, like he would make a mistake and then like throw a fit and then like blame everybody else. Like he was just kind of, I think he was just bad for the locker room, and I think it was just probably for the best that he's gone, even though he was okay. But at the same time, he was very up and down, too. You never knew what you were going to get with him. So, guy, he said I had his, as underpriced. So, he was he was one of those in that column. He's he had, coming off right now as some, 11th. 11th some tr- contract rumors, right? There was some worry that he was going to leave. Yeah. Did he officially re-up? Yeah, re-up yeah. yeah. It was yeah. it was mostly just money. I know it wasn't that he wanted to leave, but he just wasn't really getting what he wanted. Uh, but it looks like it all figured out because the Wilfs have opened their wallets because we have NFL money now. So yeah, and I baby. think it was a, I think it was a good move overall. Like keeping them back there, like keeping that core, I think is really really important for what this team is trying to do right now. So it just made sense to pay them in. So going to the way underpriced, and you may want to pay attention. Take some notes here, Jorge. So yo, I'm loving goalkeeper shopping. Goalkeeper shopping. All right. So uh, number one underpriced, I have a Sean John. 
Sean Johnson. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's eighth in far as goalkeepers right now. I think he's top two for me. I think it's him and Blake as one and two. Uh, so I think he's a good price. Do you have thoughts on that, Trippin? Give it to me again. Sean John is eighth as far as goalkeepers, mm-hmm. and and I have him in the top two. I'm gonna him I'm going Blake. to steal a quote from my good man Jorge over there. Hello. Buy the rumor, sell the news, right? <laughs> Isn't that Ooh. what you love to say, Taco Ooh. Slayer? That uh, is the move. Buy the rumor, sell the news. And Sean John has all these rumors to Toronto. He was like scouting out the yeah. scene. He was he was spotted at a uh, Raptors NBA game and stuff like Ooh. that when he was visiting town. So right Which now Michael Bradley is, also was before they signed him. Right now is the time to take a risk because Sean John technically he's out of contract, right? Officially with yes, NYCFC. He's a free agent. So he's mm-hmm. a free agent. So like yeah, you're getting a great discount on a, on one of the top goalkeepers uh, because he officially doesn't have a team. So it's a risk, but it's like it just think about it logically. Like Sean, the season's not going to start without Sean Johnson having a team somewhere, whether he goes back to New yeah. York or ends up in Toronto. So and like, he's a starter. I would sure. say he's very underpriced for sure. And like if you can take a little bit of risk and you need a goalkeeper, that's that's definitely one to to look for because he's a shot stopper. I don't know how well he scores uh, AA wise. That's what I'm always looking at when it comes to keepers. But uh, let me look it up. He was a lot better before things fell apart in NYC last year. Yeah, L- his scores L4, are a little depressed because L forty got... of forty eight, L five of twenty two. That's a, that's a little bit rough. But well, let's... that was a that was one game played in the L five. Yeah, let's ex- that's true. Yeah, let's extrapolate it out to his entire career, which uh, AA of eight point six. Not so bad, not so great. He, so he's not quite on the Stuver level for me in terms of like going out there and like doing things as a goalkeeper. But he's gonna get in, a lot more shutouts in New York. He was keeping a lot more clean sheets. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what can you do? So in yeah. Toronto, would he keep as many clean sheets? That's a matter of opinion. I would say probably but I th- yes. But I think he's gonna lose clean sheets, but he's gonna gain AA because he's gonna just face more shots. So he's gonna have more opportunities to get AA. So I think it's a balancing act between those two. Sure. Um, I have two more. I have two more that were way underpriced for me. Uh, Dane St. Clair pops in as the number 10 overall goalkeeper as far as price goes. And I think as a 25 year old, he's locked into the Minnesota job. And I think he's top five, four or five, somewhere in that neighborhood. What are your thoughts on that one? Do you know anything about Dane St. Clair there, Jorge? Uh, I don't really follow Minnesota too much, but like the games that I have watched with them, like I, I think he's great. I think he's very, very quick. I think he can like make some nice saves when he needs to. Uh, he's he's definitely been on my list, but like, wasn't there? Was it was him and someone else, right? They were kind of like maybe like Tyler Miller, but he's yeah, in DC Tyler Miller. Now. He's in DC. So if he's locked in, then I yeah, I would definitely probably scoop one up, which I actually might. Yeah, to be honest, and he's got his AA to your point is nine point two. So he's even better than Sean John on a on AA side of things. Yeah, my so. my take on DSC Don, uh, Dane St. Clair is that he will he will make the save that makes you say wow and just like he'll make and some he'll impossible also, impossible saves yeah. and then he'll he'll give you the big error on the easy one uh off <laughs> yeah. a little bit too often. That could be youth. Maybe that's something that I think he could improve in. I think he could get better and like eliminate that weakness from his game through training and practice and coaching. And so I like him. I, I do like him. He's he he's probably lower priced because he does just have a tendency to get those those big airs. If, if I look up, let's look up exactly if I can two see in one game. Many. If you look at his, <laughs> his SO5 Hey, if you stack them all in one game, it's fine. 
That's true. You know? Yeah, that is very. It doesn't true. matter. Like great, you have a bad great. night, you have a bad night. You'll move That's on. A great, it's all great good. call. I mean, he had <laughs> he did have two in one game against Colorado. He conceded two penalties. He had conceded. It's not quite as bad as I thought. And he, you know, he has a couple PK saves as well. And he he even got an assist, I think, uh, against Vancouver back. Uh, wow. Game. 86 it looks like that's called some distribution right there yeah yeah he's so only 25 I, I like dsc he's only 25. You know, the prices the prices all climbing a, a lot as i look at these uh we said at the start of the show that like mls prices aren't really ticking up as much as we would have thought but now as i break down every they, they are climbing a little looking at as floor price is yeah. higher than previous sales so they're they climbing a little and eth has gone up too so that yeah, well, that, that should bring ETH, that should theoretically bring ETH prices down, right? So, like the fact that they're going up even while ETH price has gone up is uh, right. That's what it means. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he, Dane Sinclair is only twenty five. He'll still grow into that job, right? Another I love, guy, I love another like twenty five, twenty seven year old goalkeeper. Another twenty five year old that I think is maybe the most underpriced goalkeeper at MLS is Drake Calendar. If you look at his pure raw stats, like goalkeeping wise. He's one of the top sh- shot stoppers in the league. He's a 10.2 AA, just rarely gets shutouts, which it's in Miami. You're not really going to get a lot of shutouts. Nope. But he's 25, and his price is dirt cheap. And I think he's the guaranteed starter there. So I I, I actually kind of like springing for a, a Drake calendar if I'm looking for you know a more budget option. I think he's coming off as like the 18th highest goalkeeper in MLS right now. It's like he, he's towards the bottom of the of the list of starters. What do you guys think? I think I refuse to buy a Miami player. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You you can have your irrational stuff over there. Me, me and Dan will have a real conversation. <laughs> I think don't... as long as Nick Marsman is there, I'm a little leery of calendar because he can always be replaced after some ba- a bad run with the veteran who used to be the starter. I know they've been talking since – a month ago or so or two months ago how they wanted to move uh marsman and get rid of him because he's yeah. an expensive backup but they right. haven't done it yet so i don't know you know i'm a, I'm a little concerned there i i don't hate calendar but it's not it's just there's better situation just by stuver again just by stuver like it's, it's but it's he's crazy, half yeah. of stuver's price and i think no it, that's not, when he's no, playing there's no way there's no way that's true let me look when me he's look playing he's as good if not better than stuver I've I've flipped a Drake calendar back in the day. I'm a little I, I do Stuver's, know Stuver's base like buy now price is 0.599, and Drake Stu- calendars and, is four nine four four nine. Right, so that's not twice. That's 150. percent I'd still buy Stu. I, I I that's the price of security for me as as far as I'm concerned. I mean that's that's like. I get that counter is going to probably start the year as the starter, but I don't think he's as locked in as you do. That's all. So I'm, he makes me a little leery. You could be, you could be right though. I've been wrong before and I will be wrong again. You just don't buy Miami players. You just save all the headaches. Don't buy Miami players except oh, Joseph Martinez. Ta- talking about buy the rumor, sell the news though. I did pick up a few limited Pizarros because uh, that situation's wonky <laughs> and like he's he's back he's back in Miami and he's training. So no like, way. Yeah. Is dude. he really gonna play is, for yeah. Miami? So I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, I took a flyer and I was like, look, what a crazy story that's going to be when he like pans out into like the best, like an MLS MVP or something. This is going to be wild. I think he's back as not a DP anymore, right? They brought him back on just a regular contract. I think he's still under the DP contract. No, really? He's got to be a DP. I'm pretty sure yeah, he's, he's still he's, taking up a there's DP. There's no way he'd he be taking that, that. Miami has fumbled money. the bag since they came into the league and it's just been fun to watch. <laughs> you got Joseph now, though. Watch out. 
I am uh, incredibly right. excited for that first Orlando Miami game. It is going to be yeah. fireworks. It's going to be fun. Uh, let's do Defender, and then maybe we'll pick up like the bids and forwards next week. Um, all right, so Defender, way overpriced. Kyle Wagner, right off the top, number one MLS Defender. I think he's overpriced because I think he's leaving. Mm-hmm. The, the, he would have left by now. That's the thing. No. So there is the risk that he is getting the move, but it doesn't seem like anybody was really interested. So for it to be, I, still if, think he's I, leaving. I would definitely give him the overprice tag because that is very questionable. It is a very questionable situation that like, it's not really something I want to buy into, but I am a big fan of Kai Wagner though. Even if he doesn't leave, he's 0.06 and I'm talking limiteds. 0.06, the next closest person is John Tolkien at 0.042. It's like he's way over everybody else's price. And I don't, I just don't think he's, I mean, he's very, very good, clearly. Uh, I don't think Philadelphia is going to keep nearly as many clean sheets as they did last year. And yes, he's going to get assists and he's going to rack up AA like he does, If, but that's if he stays. So I don't know. There's a lot of risk and it's a high price for me. Yep. Not the whole me. Philadelphia back line is like, I think, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I, I, Last year, I was like, I had Nuhu, Tolo, and Xavier Ariaga, and then I had Jack Elliott and Jacob Glesnes. I was like, okay, I need, I'm going to keep one of these pairs and sell off the other pair. Oh God! <laughs> I kept. No, the you didn't. Sold, sold the Philly guys, just so stupid. No, they were so no. Now, yeah, and then Jack Elliott goes on to be the best defender in MLS uh, on so rare and for SO5, and Glesnes scored a bunch of goals, and it, it, it sucked for sure. I, I Oh, I'm so mad, dude. Even dude, Philly, I think snuck up on everybody because I remember I was watching Jack Elliott in the summer before he really spiked, and it was like super cheap. It was like ten, twelve dollars, and I was like, oh, I want it lower. I want it lower. I want it lower. And then just like before I knew it, he just, just went off, and I was like, I just refused to take that L and like buy in anyway. So like, yeah, <laughs> I was just stubborn. I was like, you know what? I'm over it. And then in hindsight, it's probably why I didn't win much. But yeah, yeah, you you gotta you gotta do some dumb things to win in server. I think sometimes. <laughs> Um, speaking of dumb things, picking up uh, Aime Babika, I think it's a dumb thing. Here's here's my thinking on this one. Dude had like five good games at the end of last year. Who? He's a totally unproven commodity. Exactly. Who? He's Miami's other starting oh, center back next to guy. Damian Lowe. He had five good games last year, and now he's like one of the top U23 defenders for half a season. He's U23 until June. Um, and he's he's going off at like, ridiculous prices like you can get brooks lennon carlos Tehran, matt miazga for this amount of money way overpriced right any thoughts no yes yeah don't buy miami player don't know him enough i need it's time to get scouting it's i need to buy, I, I need to start don't scouting buy miami players. Yeah, yeah exactly i i don't like the idea of buying miami players i'm kind of with jorge just because I, I just don't like inner miami in general i don't have like a total mental block against it i, I have owned a few of them in the past but i don't know just I, I need to see more from them. They had a good run at the end of last year. I'll give them that. Oh, that was all Gonzalo, though. Without him, right, that wouldn't happen right, at all. Yeah. Oh, Higgy. He killed Charlotte FC badly. Oh, brutal. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going way underpriced defenders in the MLS. Jorge, who's my first one? Robin Johnson. No. Carlos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You One of you guys got to get this. Who's my first? Where are we going? Defender, underpriced defender. Donovan Pines. No, <laughs> I don't. Oh I'm God, just thinking. No. The, I think uh, I have him in way overpriced. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Herrera. He, he got Aaron right. Oh God. Oh, Aaron Long. <laughs> Aaron Long, baby. He's not even. Still is he still way team? underpriced? He's on LAFC. 
I know. I'm just messing. It, an Aaron Long Maxi Crupo stack is maybe the most OP stack in MLS this year for me after Maxi gets back, to be fair. Uh, and Aaron Long is very, very cheap. He's he is like incredibly $6 cheap. $6 right now. And I know because I have 20 of them. Like 24 <laughs> to be exact. Have you unloaded any of them yet? Or are you just sort of just kind of no. scooping them up? Nope. I mean, I'll just wait until he starts popping off. or until... What's your price point to sell? $20? Um, I'll start selling some of them before that. I'll start selling them once they get to like 0.01-ish probably. is probably where, I, where I'd start letting them off. But like... This dude is an MLS defender of the year. I think people forget that. Like him and Walker Zimmerman were basically like one, two, as far as how good these defenders were. He's in the best situation in the league in LAFC. You're living in the past. And is Crepo he's only, even going to be only back? 30. Crepo won't be back to start the season. No, nope. he'll be out like two months. He'll probably be back by about League's Cup, I would assume. <clears throat> but regardless, LAFC is still going to torch people. Like, I don't know. I still think Aaron Long is way underpriced. I'm gonna keep dying on this hill till somebody uh till somebody uh proves me wrong. Uh you did say another one though. Aaron Herrera is another one that I think is way underpriced because he's going to Montreal. Put him in the Julian Gressel role that D- he was in in DC, and he's gonna rack up a ton of assists. Um, and I think he's just better than Julian Gressel at the Julian Gressel role. So I think uh we've seen that Hernan Lozada can design a system where his primary playmaker is his right back. And in this case, I think it will, again, be his right back as the primary playmaker, which is weird, but it's what they're going to do. But then you still have to weigh in. How many points are you going to lose and goals conceded with a Montreal team that is incredibly questionable? That is very true. Aaron Herrera is going to lose a lot of points, but he's going to have a lot of decisives, so hopefully it won't matter. If I was a Montreal supporter, I would be selling my season tickets. I mean, I'm just (laughs) like, I would be so livid with the moves that my team made this offseason in terms of everything that they lost. Hernan Lasada is not is is the exact opposite of sell your tickets. Like your team's gonna lose, yes, but it's gonna be very entertaining when they do this. <laughs> like I don't know about you that. definitely want that ticket at that point. Like you're gonna see some that. you're gonna someone, see some wild stuff. That that's that's not just because it's just because it's good football doesn't make leaving the stadium every time with the L any better. Right. It, it gets very say, taxing on the mental on the mental. I health. will say being a DC fan, I was way happier under Hernan Lozada than I was under Wayne Rudin last year. Well, yeah. That's fair. It's so, weird, but it's fair. <laughs> Why is it weird? I mean, at least, I don't know, just because they were horrible under both, so it doesn't really matter. I guess I don't, I don't know. I was, I was still happier with Hernan Lozada than I was with Ben Olsen, even when we were, like, on the playoff line. That sounds like something that I would hear from someone who plays the common division competitively. <laughs> <laughs> there is no common division. You can't play it. <laughs> All right. Very common take of you, bro. Last one. Then we're wrapping this up. Uh, we started the show. We're going to end the show with Teenage Debbie. Tell me why I'm wrong, why he's way underpriced. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, he plays for Houston would be my first, uh, uh, you know, that'd be the core of my argument as to why not to get him. He is. He played for Houston priced. last year and he was pretty good last year. Decently priced. He's young. Or, or excuse me, he's prime. He's prime age. He's, he's not prime. even despite his name being teenage. He's twenty-seven <laughs> years old, which is like it is. Really he needs to change his name. Yeah, it is really prime. Probably hates that joke, huh? You know, he's doing. He's doing. 19 he played to in 20. Houston last year, and he was putting up twenty. Yeah, he's doing AA nineteen game. to twenty AA per game, and and he really came on strong at the end of the year. His L five is thirty AA a game in four games. So yeah, I I, I honestly, and he kinda, goes into a much more defensive system where he's going to get more defensive actions. 
Yeah, and they're hopefully going to concede less goals. I might have to come along with you, to be honest. Yeah, that's not the here we go. The worst. I'm not going to lie. The first thing I noticed was those high AAs, and they're just stacked too. Yeah, Yeah. he's got a lot of AA potential for for 0.08 for 0.09. I think on a rare, what his limited is, you know, 0.06. That's not too bad, man. That's not too. He's also he's also that's about ten bucks, right? Like you said, he's a DP for them too. So like you know he's gonna play. So I, I think I think people he has are a neck tattoo. Also, he has a neck tattoo that might seal the deal for me. Ooh. To be perfectly honest, Lucho Acosta style. Right. All the best players have neck tattoos. <laughs> Teenage. Yeah, I, th- I think he's might be player. worth getting. I picked him up pretty cheap. I got him for point oh oh four seven. That was great. Day, back in January. All right. That was my last one for for defender. So we did goalkeeper defender. We'll do midfield forward next time. Love it. Um, we'll we'll wrap things up. You guys, I mean, you don't have anything to plug because you're just so are in the states people. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, we're go for it. About I, a, I just want to plug the return of MLS and, and just like so happy to uh, be back talking my favorite soccer league with uh, some of my favorite people. I just bought a teenager today, baby. <laughs> Live. Wow! Live Limited. on air. <laughs> Well, dude, once this episode comes out, this show's so massive that the price is going to pump. So, you know, <laughs> we've Full done transparency. That we've done that before. You got to get in on it early if you're gonna if you're gonna go. Uh, I'm a content so. creator. Uh, please, uh, this is not financial <laughs> advice. Um, full transparency. I have bought. I will not sell on you. I promise. Unless you pump it up that much, because yeah, I'm unloading my bag. So it's over. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're getting so much trouble. Cool. Well, that's a good place to end. So have fun. Have a good week, guys.